Aloha, I'm Dazen Hakias. Thank you for joining Healing with Aloha podcast. Our podcast brings hope and healing with Aloha. You can find us on anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on various platforms. I'm so grateful today that I have the opportunity to be interviewing Paula Griffin all the way from New York. And, um, you know, it's, it's just the way that we connected was through Instagram. And just, uh, we both are on our own grief journey. And I, I find that she would be very helpful for other um, mothers and, and dads out there um, that can relate to her. So with further ado, um, Paula, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Paula Griffith. I reside in Brooklyn, New York. And um, I am a bereaved mother. So, you know, maybe I can share, you know, my story and maybe I'll be able to help somebody else in their journey. Thank you. Um, so what, what was, what, what happened? Like what, what made you become a brave mother? Can you share a little background about um, your daughter and, and yourself and your relationship? Okay. So in August of 2008, um, August 17th to be exact, I was here at home and, you know, my daughter, was having an asthma attack apparently. So she came out and she wasn't able to breathe. And um, no matter what we did, the pump, it wouldn't help. So we called 911. And in the meantime, she started to panic. Um, and trying to, you know, stop someone from panicking, going to panic mode, which really made it worse. It just, it, it just made the matters work for her breathing and she just wouldn't calm down. So you know, at that time, we just waited and had hope that, you know, she would have lived and she didn't. Um, so we, you know, she went on to the hospital and when we got there, we found out that she was dead on arrival. And so that's how my journey started. Well, thank you um, for sharing that. I'm sure that it wasn't easy for you. And, and even now, you know, um, being able to to live your life um, and to carry on, you know, her legacy. Um, what prompted you to to go ahead and and do um, your Instagram? But before that, like, is there anything you did um, for your grief in your grief journey to help you to get through, um, um, you know, um, this time with your daughter? Um, can you share with um, our get our listeners? Um, what did you do to get help for, for you? Because I know we spoke earlier. Can you share with them what helped you? Okay, well, what helped me, um, I decided to go and get professional help because um, at the time my daughter died, I was pregnant with my younger daughter um, and I needed to learn how to cope between trying to be happy and grief at the same time, which was a very, very difficult task for me. So I had to seek professional help. It's, that was the only thing that got me through um, that trying time because being a, a grieving mom and being a new mom, it was a very yes. hard pass. Very hard. Yeah. And then you were also balancing, you had other kids, you know, older kids too. So it wasn't just, you know, your new mom, but you had other kids too. So you're balancing, you know, your grief and, you know, mothering three other children correct yes correct 
that oh. was um, trying because, you know, even though you feel like you're dying inside, um, you still have to be there for the other children that you still have. And so, you know, it, it, it's painful. It's very painful because even it's like your heart, you just stopped, even though, you know, you have other children, but just the loss of one is just a, a very dramatic effect on you. Yeah, like the ability for you to focus and and just like you said, um, live in the now and today, but then yet, um, you know, it, it's a it's, it's a traumatic event, and you know, time goes by, but it's still like yesterday. Yes, definitely. Every day is like yesterday for me. I can remember that day all too well. You know, she she went to great adventure the Friday and she was so happy and the Saturday she was home and she was fitting on her wall because she had some medals and she put those up on her wall so it could look all nice. And then next morning she was gone. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what was the, the turning point for you that you felt the need to, to help other, um, other parents out there that were grieving because um, you started your your Instagram, and I know that um, you have vision to start a, a Facebook group. What was it that um, guided you to to do that? Well, yeah, I started my page actually last year. I set it up, and I said, yes, I'm going to start this page. I'm going to go on there. I'm going to help. And then at that time, even though I started the page, I just did nothing with it. Um, but this year, I felt compelled um originally the name was um grieving um grieving moms the unbreakable bond and then i just changed it to at grieving moms and so each day i try to post something that can uplift somebody um with their struggle with the loss of their child um just you know moments that you know like you just never know how it might touch that person's spirit um and so I'm trying now to try to help people to go from grieving to gratitude because, you know, even though, you know, you're still grieving, you still need to be grateful for the little things in life. Like you woke up this morning, be grateful that you were breathing the air, you know? So it's just, I just felt compelled to help people. And and that's just my spirit now. Like I have to help somebody else. I don't know what my message might do to somebody else for that particular day. And at the same time, it helps me as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, we were talking about how um, this is part of healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, what you're doing is it's healing because you understand what it was like for you to begin your journey. And now you're further along um, being able to to be a support to others that share the same story as you in a sense um, that, that, that it helped bring healing for you. Yes, definitely. Is there like one thing that you would recommend someone um, who who just began their journey of grief um, in the loss of their child? Um, it's okay to cry. They should cry as often and as long and do it because you just feel like doing it. It could just be at the spur of the moment, do it. It, it really helps a lot to be able to express that you know get that feeling out from you know from inside so just cry as often and as loud as you want if you want to make 
all kinds of noise, just do it. It makes you feel better in the end. I think like sometimes in society, we can feel like put that pressure that, oh, if you cry, then, you know, you're breaking down and that you're weak. Um, but like we both can agree that it's healthy and it's an outlet, a healthy outlet for us to, to free ourselves of our sadness, you know, the yes. emotions that come with, with grief. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It, it helps you cleanse your soul. Um, you feel so much better because just expressing a little bit of tears can relieve a lot of stress from you. Yeah. And then sometimes you don't even know what it is. Like you don't even have the words to express it, but the, 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 the tears, um, it's, it's like all your love and it's everything about you that, that can come out and, you know, th there's no judgment on it. It's just, this, this is where you're at and you, you just need this moment. Yes. And if you don't want to be around anybody, just go in a room, close the door and you can be in there alone and, you know, and just, you're doing this for you at the end of the day because mm -hmm. you have to feel better. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, do you have another tip um, that you felt that has been helpful for you? Well, yeah, allow yourself to grieve. And there's no set time to grieve. It, for me, I'm still in grief mode. Um, mm -hmm. It's never ending. It's never going to stop. Um, actually, grieving does become your new normal. Um, you just have to know how to channel it and how to balance it. Um, so take your time with your grief. Don't let anyone rush you. Don't let anyone judge you like, you know, this should be over. No, it's never going to be over. This is just your new norm. What, in, in your opinion, this is just your opinion. Why do you find that people impose that on people who are grieving? Like, get over it. It's been a year. It's been two years, whatever. Like, wh what have you found uh, that? people insisting that upon you because um, it it takes a lot like there's just some people who are um, compassionate and soft-hearted you know and um, empaths that they can feel energy and they can feel you know emotions um, why do you feel that some for some people because I'm sure there's some you you see it um, what what have you identified is it um, just because they're not willing to go there with their their own um grief or they just well for me someone said someone actually did say that to me like you know you should just get over it and wow. i was very bald by it um i was like you cannot tell me how long to grieve um because it you don't know what it feels to lose a child you understand what i'm saying and Losing a child is not like losing your parent or your best friend. It's your child that you gave birth for. For me, because as a bereaved mother, I carried that child for nine months. And I loved and I nurtured her so. And afterwards, we were just like, that was my little, that was my little girl. Because she was my first daughter. And it was nothing anybody could tell me. So when I lost her, it was a lot for me to deal with. Like, why? Why did this happen? Um, then you start feeling like, did she know that? I loved her this much. Did she know that, you know, I would have done anything for her? And so you leave with those feelings because, mm -hmm. you know, even her last Christmas when she was alive, it really wasn't the best Christmas. She didn't 
do what she was supposed to do and, and schoolwork. And so her Christmas, her last Christmas for me was miserable. So now I have a problem, you know, Christmas, even with my new daughter, that I really don't celebrate it because I always look back at the Christ, the last Christmas that she had. So when someone says that to me, I tell them, look, mind your business and you worry about you and let me worry about me. I grieve how long. If I'm grieving forever, that's my problem. Don't mm-hmm. you worry about it. Right. You know, they just don't understand. Yeah. And and I, I think it's important um, for 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 you guys to listen to what she's sharing that just because other people don't want us to to grieve and to process it because uh, that's not how they deal with their own grief or maybe they haven't lost someone that they love it doesn't um we we shouldn't have to be like modifying ourselves to make people feel less um like so people just can't relate and we shouldn't have to adapt ourselves to make other people feel better when this is the grief that we carry. It's our journey and exactly. our journey is going to look different. And when you're connected to someone you love, it, it's going to be able to be processed. And as long as you're able to identify what works for you in, in your grief journey, that's, that's key. That's definitely the key. Yes. Um, how, how have you been able to connect with others um, through your Instagram um, that you feel like, wow, like I'm so thankful I did this? Yes. And there was a few, about two ladies reached out to me um, in reference to them feeling the, you know, from the loss of their kid. Um, and they deal with theirs differently, you know, some, that one lady, she, she's just not able, she's feeling stuck, um, with it. Um, the next one, she doesn't want to go on social media and put herself out there anymore. So she'll just post flowers or something like that. And, and that's understandable for me, it was a little bit different. Um, I know deep down the way my daughter was, cause she was a bubbly little girl. So she wouldn't want me to be sad and, you know, just broken up because I still have the other three kids that I have to deal with, you know, mm-hmm. they're men now, men and a little lady. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, they, that, you know, she wouldn't want me to be here crying and, and I honor her in different ways. You know, like right now, I currently, my way of dealing with, I wear her around my neck on a chain. So this yes, is my little memorial. So I keep her close to my heart all the time and you know I did things that to to know for myself that I kept my promise to her um before she passed I didn't have my degree um and she was like oh get your degree and you know and so I fulfilled that promise to her so yeah I do little things that I know that she would have wanted me to do so I just continue with life even though I'm still in grief mode but you still have to try to move on and do things that would still kind of make you happy in the interim because your life, like I said, is forever changed. Yes. And, you know, like we were talking earlier that everybody's going to um, pace themselves differently. Um, you're just being vulnerable and providing a vent, an avenue for people on Instagram so that you, they they can see these are um, ways that they could... Um, integrate into their grief um, not imposing this is the only way 
but this is, you know, perspective you can consider um, with um, dealing with your grief, with your, the loss of your child. Yes, definitely. I mean, it took a while for me to get to this place in my life. Yes. Because um, she passed 12 years ago. Um, but it's like, you have to move on because you literally feel like you're dying inside. Um, mm-hmm. There's still a part of me that feels that way, but I can't. I just can't allow myself to go there. And for each person, it is different, you know, the way they tend to grieve. I just chose not to to do that, you know. I continue to go places, you know. I like to turn up a little bit. So, you know, me, me and my girlfriend, we can go out from time to time and do a little bit of dancing because dancing, yes. for me, is everything. So I like to move around. So it, it puts me in a little happy place for that moment. Yes. But you're like, like you said, everybody grieves differently, you know. Mm-hmm. What, and, and, and it's important, like, just it's empowering to let people know that there is no pressure for you to, to be at a certain place in time. Um, because, like, for me, my sister, it was, like, 19 years ago that, that she died um, next month. And I, I, I view it in a different light than when it when it happened because it happened unexpectedly so i i'm I'm really grateful for you to to share your story Um, so can you let them know what you're working towards um and that if they follow you on instagram um, that you're going to be able to like let them know there's going to be a facebook group it's not ready yet but um, can you share a little bit about what you're about to do well, yes. So I'm a grief to gratitude coach. Um, so I have two Instagram pages actually, um, but I mostly stay on at grieving moms. Um, I also have my other page, which is at Paula P Griffith on Instagram as well. And I am starting a Facebook group for moms or parents. I'm not biased, you know, um, because at the same time, a father feels the same loss as the, as the mother. So that group will be open to men and women. Um, and so that will be, is called Grieving Moms, Weathering the Storm of Loss Together. And so I have a page on Facebook right now. Um, but I guess I'm still working on fixing up the group. So, okay. you know, getting the materials together to, uh, you know, to help people do their grief. So... That's what I'm working on right now. Yeah, and, and that'll be good. Not everybody's on Instagram. Correct. And and not everybody's on Facebook. And so it's great that you're providing like two two ways of people being in contact with you and, and your desire just to to light help lighten their load, you know, in this in this moment in time. Um, so is there anything else you'd like to share um, with our listeners? Yes, just if if they don't feel like they're going to get over their grief and they feel like there's no end to it by, by any means necessary, they should seek professional help. Um, it, it does a lot. And like I said, to each his own, but professional help really helps. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Um, just being open to getting help professionally um, or even like they have support groups, um, group support groups, that yes. that's helpful um, if you're um, spiritual some like someone in, that can counsel you also is is real helpful correct yes i've joined well, a couple of facebook groups as oh, well 
yeah that's uplifting for you okay well um thank you so much for your time can you just hold on real quick thank you everybody for joining um paula and i on the podcast um you can follow us again on anchor.fm spotify apple Podcasts, and other platforms um thank you um for your time and you just have a beautiful day aloha <laughs>